Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Big sigh. Don't try it. No, I'm not just going to recreate this like we haven't just done a huge <laughs> seven-minute intro that died. So here's the thing. This is the second... Hello, welcome yeah. to the latest episode of the National Treasures podcast, the shambolic podcast made for you with love and very little due care and attention by Laura Lex and Will Duggan. So we're recording today. Uh, it's the second time we've attempted to record this introduction because my phone just stopped recording. So it's weird because part of me is like, oh, I, I liked when we discussed that, we should talk about it, but I wanted to feel forced. Yeah. It's January. It's early January. It's January the 17th. Laura and I are on our first record of the year. Not the first, first day out. First day out of 2023. Um, a few changes to the National Treasures sort of setup. Laura, tell them. We've got new microphones. We've got new microphones. We've got separate microphones now. We've each got a little lapel mic, so there's no more of one of us chasing the other one round, holding out a single microphone for the other to talk into, which is genuinely very exciting, both from a catching everything we're saying perspective and from an editing point of view. Yeah, uh, and we're also wireless. Yeah, we can go, what is it, up to 20 metres away from Up to 20 metres away from the, from the recording device. But that's each other, isn't it, unless we've left the recording device on the floor. So 40 metres between us. No. Yeah. If Why would we leave your phone on the floor in a National Trust house? Or Who something? gives a fuck, you know what I mean? Like, uh, live on the edge. No, that's just stupid. So anyway, we've got the new microphones. Uh, I made the exec- executive decision at the end of last year at Christmas to lose the microphone. <laughs> uh, it was good, it was good. Which I did with style and aplomb. <laughs> yeah. I had Becca's family down for Christmas. Now, I normally keep the microphone in the uh, sort of well of my car chair seat door uh, or the kitchen table. And it was on the kitchen table, and I thought, I best move that, or I'll get lost for Christmas. I'll put it somewhere safe, and I'm buggered if I know where that is. Hello, everyone. We're going to Canvey Island today um, on the orders, suggestion, um, joining inness of Esther Manito, all-round phenomenal comic, brilliant woman, just excellent person. Um, she said her favourite day out was to take the kids to Canvey Island and... 
little sandcastle, dig in the sand and make dams. She did talk about like building fortifications, which I feel like will appeal to you, old double dogs. What? She'd like build sort of a weir. Well, you know, when you like, you like dig out a channel in the water and you can get down to a bit where the water's streaming, can't you? And then you, you can. can like dig a channel down to the, down to the sea. Yep. I'm starting to wish I'd brought a spare pair of trousers for this. Why? You well, shit yourself. I'm, just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm very nervous talking about those defences just now. What, what happened? <laughs> We're just having a chat. You start talking about sand architecture and something happens in your trousers. No, I mean, like, because now I'm picturing myself kneeling down to build sand architecture and my knees have got wet. Laura, don't worry. I have not dressed uh, You've dressed so dapper today. You look amazing. Tell everyone what I'm wearing, Laura. You're wearing some very nice leather brown shoes. Chelsea boots. Chelsea boots. And then, like, those sort of dark blue trousers that aren't jeans and aren't chinos. They're sort of somewhere in between. They're slacks, aren't they? They're just trousers, aren't they? Right. And then um, you've got a very nice sort of like formal black coat on. It's a pea coat. It's a pea coat. Why did you want me to tell them? Why? Because I'm just enjoying okay. it to be talked about. Um, and then you've got, <laughs> you've got a, a very lovely sort of mustard yellow scarf with blue, like those feathery illustrations on it. Yep. It's a tootle scarf. It's a tootle scarf. I've learned so much about men's fashion. In the and then I've just got a red hat. <laughs> yes, and then a, a beanie hat on. You look very dapper. Very dapper indeed, sir. I'm trying to dress nicer. Because, I, you know, genuinely, actually, I mean, this is not really about camp. The point is, we're going to Camby Island. Also, the dog's here and he's livid. Oh, yeah, Mackie's in the back. She's very angry about the fact that she's not allowed to stand on Will's arms. This is a problem with the dog. She doesn't like to be in her crate in the back. She'll moan about it. But if you let her sit on someone's lap on the front seat, she doesn't just like lie down in their lap and settle. She likes to stand with both forelegs on one forearm of the person and the back legs on the other forearm. And then she just falls over all the time. So what are we looking forward to at Canvey Island? <laughs> Losing my dog. Um... I'm looking forward to all of it, to be honest. I just, I sometimes like these days out where it's work mandated. So I've had to do it, but it's just a nice day with my mate and it's a bit of a refresher of my yeah. brain. Also, and listen, I hope that as a listener to the podcast, you enjoy the fact that we are not just very centric to where we are. We went to our fucking island off the north coast of Scotland, for Christ's sake. Um, West coast, but east coast, fuck. Um, West coast? Where's Edinburgh? <laughs> Uh, northeast, east coast. East coast. Uh, but one of the nicest things about this is it's just over an hour and a half drive from us. So not only a nice day out, it's not a slog to get there. No. It's not a slog to get back. This is just going to be generally a lovely day out. Um, so we'll probably we'll see you there. Yeah. Well. Here we have arrived at Canvey Island, and let me tell you, it is already one million percent worth coming here. So, we're driving along, we are on our way, having the time of our lives in the car, chit chatting, catching up. We have seen each other, we have spoken, but there's still a lot. We'll have new stories. And then, as we got near, I bought a new watch, that's one of them. Yeah, telling me all about his watch, his love of vintage. As we got nearer, Will started to express quite a sincere need um, 
for a toilet. I went out for dinner last night. I went for delicious Korean chicken, of which I, through a toxic masculine thing, went for a very spicy one. And I also had a very large side of kimchi, which is fermented vegetables. And that has come to, quite literally, bite me on the arse. <laughs> So things were getting a bit rowdy in in the front. Hang on a minute. We're, so we're on the Canby seafront. We're just having a little potter. And there's um, some, like, sanctioned graffiti. What do you call graffiti that's not shit? Street art. Street art. That's it. On the wall. And it says, Canby is England's lords. With a correct use of an apostrophe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Circa 1985. And then there's a picture of the Blessed Mary above a bungalow. And it says Mary's house. And it's been painted by Richard Ashton in 2017. Do you it know, sure Laura, has. whilst I'm really enjoying this uh, this episode, as you mentioned in the introduction, we've got new microphones. And I keep, through like a muscle memory, coming near to you to talk, forgetting <laughs> that I can just be. You I can, can just, just talk be. wherever you like. It's really nice. So anyway, I needed, anyway a, I needed a he needed a He needed a, a solid bathroom moment. And, well, it wasn't um, very bloody solid. Either, but... Oh, stop it. And then as we, um, we were trying to find somewhere to park, so we found somewhere to park. We've just parked right on the seafront. The parking, very reasonable for the seafront, I thought. Three quid for three hours. Seven quid for 24 hours. That's like, it's like seven quid for two hours in Brighton. Anyway, parked up and Will said, listen, there's some public toilets in this car park. Do you mind if I go and make the most of those while you find somewhere to park? And I said, of course, darling, that's fine jump out of the car which he did which i did straight onto a block of ice <laughs> and flew around the car park in a in a manner that only a will duggan in inappropriate shoes could do it's icy and i'm in chelsea boots it was glorious absolutely fantastic wonderful i've rarely i rarely laugh as much as seeing will correcting his balance while the earth and gravity tried to make him go ass over tit and what a start to our first visit of the year. Well, I really then, enjoyed it. Yeah. So here we are. Here we are. We're very near to Fantasy Island. Yes. Which, uh, if it was high summer, we'd visit, wouldn't we? And it looks good. Do you know what? I don't, I, so listen, if you are a fan of Canby Island, a resident of Canby Island, I don't mean this in any disrespectful way, but I love the fact that this place was clearly at its pomp in the 60s, the 70s, and they went, nah, we're sticking with this. Like, yeah, good for you. It's quite oh. brutalist, isn't it? Yeah. What's interesting, though, is like this. So we're walking along. There's a big wall to our right um, that they've put beautiful street art on. So we've just walked past it, done by Canvey Island Horticultural Society. So it's a really pretty image of allotments and flowers and, and all that sort of stuff. But it is a flood wall because it's got floodgates, look, that you can yeah. lock up. And so... the top of the wall is... Uh, sort of curved Bowed in over. to yeah. fight the, I suppose, like, if you look down at the sea there, it's very clear the tide's out. Yeah. And it's very close to the town. Like, you think, in, again, in Brighton, you've got Marine Parade and all that. Yeah. Whereas you haven't here. No. What? It's very calm and flat, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. So what's the land over there, then? Is that just another bit of Essex? Should I get a map up and have a look? Yeah. God, we're going to sound so unknowledgeable, but I genuinely, I don't really know anything about the geography. There's so many little wader birds just so out the in the So the thing is, that's not the sea. That's the no, River Thames. It's the Thames, is it? Yeah, that's the River Thames. So if we, if you, we're heading inland to towards, or well, London, I suppose, 
And if you look here, if you if we go the other way, the Thames goes out to sea there. Huh. That way. Well, maybe, oh, there's a pier that way. Should we turn around and walk the other way? Yeah, all right. Such inappropriate footwear. <laughs> it's almost like you didn't realise you were coming to a beach. Look, an empty um, uh, oyster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's tons of shells washed up here, aren't there? Yeah, loads of empty oysters and mussel shells. And... Do you know, this must be... I love... I those are terns, those birds, aren't they? What's that little one there with the long... Uh, is, it, is, it, is it a spoonbill? Uh, I don't know. Is that a bird? Bad bird watching. <laughs> Who's this for? Pointing out birds, but don't know what they are. There's like, there's terns. I know that those are terns. There's a seagull. Oh, yeah. And mm, yes, there's a gull. A herring gull, yeah, if I, we're being fancy about it. Imagine how big that oyster was. Whoa, that is a big oyster. You know, it's the only thing I don't like about living in Brighton. The beach isn't sandy. Yeah. Now, here's a question, Laura. Will Brian... If it was sandy, though, do you reckon we'd be able to afford to live there? I can barely afford it now. <laughs> exactly. Um, is Brighton Beach, will it ever be sandy? Like, in millions and millions of years? I have no idea. If you know, please let us know. You've got to ask me questions about the film while you were sleeping if you want a knowledgeable answer, darling. What's the film while you were sleeping, Laura? Have you not seen it? No. Surely I've made you watch it before. Bill Pullman and Sandra Bullock being delightfully 90s together. That sounds lovely. It is lovely. Have you seen, you seen her um, Event Horizon? Uh, no. Shit, but good. Yeah. Hey, Mackie. Hi, baby. Mackie's made a friend. There's another dog. <laughs> what a lovely audio landscape we create. Two dogs having a... Is it a play? Is it a fuck? <laughs> is it a fight? Yeah, I feel like all three of those things are very connected for dogs. Oh, it's industrial over there, isn't it? A yeah, well, that's so. so that's, up. The thing is, that's just into like still in Essex. Yeah, where's that then over there? So going over, I couldn't find any like big cities, but like it uh, eventually. So you've got um, All Hallows. St. Mary Who, High Holston, but uh, eventually going down into like cooling and Sutton Who, all that sort of thing. Uh, are these groins? Um, yes. Could you put it away though? Because we are in a public place. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> 10 out of 10. You liked it. Um, yeah, I think they are, aren't they? Those like sort of like struts that are built along the beach to keep all the sand in its sections. Do you know what the beach uh, aesthetically really reminds me of? Uh, Whitstable. Yes, it is very Whitstable-esque. I guess like as the crow flies, we're very near Whitstable, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, we're not too far from any of that. So we are, for any listeners not in the UK, we're sort of in the southeast of England. Laura was asking me to go sort of clambering in these boots. Well, no. I told you we were coming on a day trip to go rock pooling and on a beach, and you chose to wear your brand new Chelsea boots. They're not brand new. All right, then. They're just Chelsea boots. <laughs> Laura, shut up.
Oh, some sea glass. Sea glass. Pretty. Very pretty, but not as pretty as what I'm looking at through it. Which is nothing because it's opaque. Uh, Hello, Mac Mac. Are you having the time of your life? Go on then. What's There's that? another bird there. Look at that dark one with an even longer bill. Maybe that's right. a spoon bill. Well, the bill doesn't look like a spoon though, so why would that be a spoon bill? Maybe it's a straw bill. Yeah, that's more like it. Or just a bill bill, you know, because it really looks like a bill. Maybe it's William. William Bill. There's lots of birds anyway, so if you like birds and you can identify them yeah, and, and listening to this audio of two people going, that's a new bird, um, so I've yeah, intrigued you, come to Canby Island. If you like that, come here. And if you like pina coladas and walks in the rain, have an affair. Yeah, but have an affair with your own partner so that everybody thinks That song cute. blows my mind because like they're both bad guys. Break up, you're not happy. Yeah. But have you, you have to, to be really, I have. really unhappy yes. to break up, don't you? <laughs> Sorry? You have to be really, really unhappy to I break up. I think you have to be as unhappy as you to have an affair. Yes? Do you reckon? I don't know. I've never got divorced or had an affair. Why did you just answer to a woman calling her child? She said, hello, my love. She said, Myla. Oh. Are you peeping again? Oh, you've got such a bad no, just, tummy, no, haven't that's, you? That's, that's too, um, that's the Mackie, not me. What have you found? Well, I don't know. A piece of rubber or something? It's very hard. <clears throat> it looks like a... It's going to be a round shape, that, if it's complete, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. Hang on a minute, there's a history painted on the, the walls. So it's the beginning. And then um, there's like a oldie-worldie map painted of Essex. It's away there, and it's like... Where you think of Essex now as sticking out and being completely, a, you know, a, a solid county, it's all attached. This shows much, much more water. So I guess before they drained the marshes and, and put it together as it is now. Also, that's not north. Isn't it England bends? Don't ever assume what England does. <laughs> England bends for no man. <laughs> okay. Cool. Morning. So it says, I am your seawall. I stand here 24-7, 365. Which I don't think means the 24th of July, the year 365. <laughs> it's a very mean. modern wall. I'm uh, here 24-7, 365. Uh, no matter how high the tide or how strong the wind, you can depend on me and sleep safely at night. But it has not always been so. This <gasps> is my story. Bum, bum, bum. The beginning. And then we see some people. You know, it's horse and cart. Gosh, an absolute mean-looking baby that looks kind of like Johnny Vegas. Yeah, this baby <laughs> is desperate for a pint of beer. <laughs> Livid with the world. So, early 20th century. This is painted by Tiffany Hughes, and there's a woman going across the marshes or the water by the looks of it on a, like, train of stepping stones. So, yeah. So, and in February 1953... Well, that's quite recent, then. Yep. There were northerly gales, 70 miles an hour, and they built up the sea, produced an abnormally high tide. Huge fan of the two graphics of the clouds looking absolutely livid and the moon having a sleep. Moon doesn't care. <laughs> More like the moon over water, anyway. Under oh, yeah, then look, the next one is all done in grayscale, but just with a little bit of light from the moon and some light in the windows 
Well done, Sharon Vane. That, I like this one. It's really cool, all in monochrome. So the weight of the tide caused the wall to give way and then can be flooded. Uh, that's, that's only, what, 60 years ago? 70, 70, yeah. 70 years ago this year, yeah. So the, the, eventually, the flood water stopped rising. They've got a picture of the red cow, which is a pub, and then on the left of that, a huge picture of, you know, the laughing cow? It's like the, the opposite cheese. of that, isn't it? It's like the bull that treated her badly at university. Yeah. <laughs> it is, a, it is a, a cow that looks absolutely fuming with the world. It's the one that the laughing cow, like, brought home, and her dad was like, not in my house. Oh, and then on the other side, who's this? Is this Neptune? I think it's Jesus. Right. It's a bit so, Jesus. It's definitely a bloke, probably a god, sort of coming out of the clouds, maybe in a white toga with a red shawl and a crown of diamonds. Yeah, Neptune or Jesus, one or the other. Or Alfred the Great. Yeah. Do you know what I'm loving so far, which is... So, you know you have stereotypical ideas of Essex, and some of them are true and some of them are not, as with all stereotypes. Every single dog I've seen has had clothes on. Right, the next panel says many residents survived with some amazing stories to tell and there's like um like a police officer by the looks things a, an army officer a forces officer um and there's a baby in like one of those um silver perambulator yeah prams um a little child in wellies being rescued and then a jack russell just like Matty. hey birds to be seen on the foreshore so you can identify some of the birds we saw so yeah, we saw a turn, said that was what it was. Oyster, Oyster capture was the thing we saw. Also, was one of them that, the turn? No, I don't think it had a bill that long. I think it might have been the Dunlin. Or a ring clover. It was small and brown. Ah, and the gull we saw wasn't a herring gull. It was a Mediterranean gull. Oh, did it have that black Yeah, it had that black in the, like, the corners. Ooh, nice. Yeah, it was a Dunlin, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so Esther asked us to have fish and chips from Bruno's Fish and Chips. So we've wandered back. It's literally my car is parked staring forlornly into the window. I know, baby. Mackie hates the bus. And Mackie hates big. She hates big vehicles and vehicles going too fast. So here is uh, Bruno's Fish and Chips. Um, TripAdvisor Traveller's Choice. There's no outside seating, which is difficult. I assume the dog can't go in. Shall I go and ask? Yeah, you go and ask, and if we can't, I'll pop her in our crate. I think I've asked you this before, but what was your nearest beach as a kid then? Because you're far from everywhere, really, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you're not really far from anywhere. Not in the grand scheme of things, but in UK terms. Would it have been East Coast then? You're what, it's, where Kettering's way more east than I ever yeah, think of it Yeah, I think it's Hunstanton. Shall I have a look? Yeah. Certainly when we went to the beach, we went to Hunstanton. Hey, Laura, are you watching Happy Valley? No, far too depressing. Yeah, the word happy is a lie. I just don't really get people that watch sad TV. So Isn't life sad enough? The nearest beach to where I grew up was Heacham Beach in King's Lynn. Heacham Beach. Just Which call is... it Beacham then. Uh, oh, that's Norfolk, isn't it? 60 miles away, yeah. King's Lynn. I have such memories of, like, being a comedian, getting going and, like, getting the MCing job in King's Lynn. And it 
doesn't look that far away but was just so far have you ever done that corn exchange gig and it's like yeah. in yeah. such a big room like big room far away because i was coming from manchester as well yeah oh and you'd like you'd finish the m11 and there'd only be like 30 miles left to do but there'd be two hours to do it you're doing 20 miles an hour the entire way why is there no more motorway <laughs> So yeah, I, I just googled Hunstanton is where I remember going. That's North Norfolk. North Norfolk FM. Love North Norfolk. That came up the other day in a quiz. I wish I'd had you with me. It was like, what radio station did Alan Partridge start on? Uh, uh, Price Radio? No, I don't think it was. It was like Norfolk something or other. What but I said like North Norfolk Digital and that was like, no, that's a later one. I think it started on uh, R Price FM. No. Um, it wasn't what the quiz book said. Let's Google it. So, well, so the, he first appeared on On The Hour, on the radio, as in like Steve Coogan playing it. I think in the biography of Alan Park, yeah. which he started at Alan Park. Um, Radio Smile at St. Mm. Luke's Hospital was his first job. But according to the Alan Partridge wiki, uh, traffic buster on Radio Norwich. Yeah, Radio Norwich was the answer that they gave. Yeah, the and then he went to Scout About, and then he went to On the Hour in the biography of the man. But I do think in reality, he started on On the Hour. That was the first, like... That's so meta and confusing. That was, like, melting my brain a little bit. I'm like, no, no, what, not, what did we listen to it on? But what was he on in his fictional world? Yeah. But he was fictionally on the real radio. Yeah. <laughs> that is enough to screw my brain up. I love Alan Partridge so much. It's you quite... do, don't you? I've never, like, watched Alan Partridge, but I've listened to his audiobooks. Really? Yeah, and I watched that new one that he did. This that, time? Yeah, that yeah. was very funny, but I've never watched the archives. Stuff. I'd really be interested to... Because I think, as someone who's liked Alan Partridge for a long time, and I listened to On The Hour, and I listened to... Was he on The Day Today? I think he was. It wasn't on Brass Eye, though. No, a lot of them went to that. Then he got articles... Uh, I'm Alan Partridge, who's in the Linden Drawer Tavern, and then when he's with Sonia. Tell the text man, fuck off. Um, yeah, they're ruined. Anyway, um, but I wonder, because I have just those things in my head, when I've listened to High Partridge and uh, Nomad and all that, are there jokes that you just don't get because they're references to. Have you ever seen Alpha Power? The film you did? Maybe. With uh, Colm Meany. I might have done. I like, in that, um, his friend Michael dies. Um, Guilty? It gets referenced to that. No, thank you. It gets She's off to the too. Thank you. I don't remember watching it, because I think I'd have been put off by that and sort of given up on watching it if that had been the case. So it can't have been... Um, Knowing me, knowing you, I've got to put me off. Yeah, I'd love you to watch Alan Badge. I really, really think you'd love it. Yeah. There are those watch along podcasts, aren't there? Like, we're watching all of the West Wing and talking about it. We could do that for Alan Partridge and finally get a format that is um, reasonable and that people want. People want this, you don't realise. <laughs> okay, classic abuser. 
Look what you've made me do! <laughs> So just had a minor hiccup with the old uh, microphones there, so there could be some sound quality issues in this episode. But if there are, you've already experienced them, and now we fix them. So sucks to be you. Um. Yeah. So. Anyway, back to the fish and chip chat. Well, I've got a question for you. On the table, there's um some salt, classic. Mm -hmm. There's some vinegar, classic, and then there's some clear liquid in the same bottle, same type of bottle as the vinegar, and it's called onion flavor non-brewed condiment. What is that? And is that common? And I've just never cross come across it. Will's just poured some out on his finger and the table and licked it. <laughs> and his face is telling me it probably does taste like onions. It tastes exactly like pickled onion monster. Oh, so it's like a pickled onion brine. Yes, that's exactly what it is, isn't Interesting. it? Interesting. I guess, yeah, you get pickled eggs and pickled onions in fish and chip shops. I've never seen it just there as a condiment before. Neither have I. But I did enjoy it. Like is that, that an Essex thing? Shall I find out? Yeah. Onion flavour. Con oh, God. <laughs> Did you just get condom? Yeah. No. Onion ring? That's a bum flavour, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can put a condom, Willie, in a bum. Um, pickled onion. Yeah, it's Who's this for? But listen to a podcast about a lovely day out to a beach in winter. You can put a condom, will you, in a bum? How many do you? <laughs> this I, is why. When execs ask you to pitch concepts for things, they ask you to do a clear one-pager about what it is I want you for. to understand that there is going to be something that you and I are going to talk about <laughs> off record that even I know is not for our listeners here. <laughs> Haddock's ready. Thank you very much. Thanks. Can I have um? Uh, is it with the curry sauce and savoy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, please then. Yeah. My fish and chips has arrived, and it's maybe a foot long. This um piece of fish, absolutely incredible. I'm genuinely, and That's I know it makes me you. a wanker, but I'm not going to eat it until Will gets back because I want him to take a picture of it to put on the Instagram because yeah, I think please, you guys yeah. need to see the size and scale of the fish and chips you get from Bruno's well, fish and chips. What were you saying while I was going to eat and turn away? Lovely for everyone else in here doesn't realise you've got a little tiny microphone on there. <laughs> I was telling them about the size of my fish. Can I dip in your curry sauce a little bit? Yeah. Thank you. Nope, I left my chips. I won't get one of my chips. <laughs> I went to dip there and just accidentally left the chip in Will's sauce. Oh, that's nice. Curry sauce and gravy. It's absolutely delicious on chips. Mm. Also, if you here's something nice for you. If you ever had a cut, katsu chicken or whatever, if you get chip shop curry sauce and like a chicken nugget, it's like a bastardised version, but it's so tasty. Right, well, I might pause so you don't just have to sit and listen to us eating. But before we do stop, unless something terrible happens in the next 10 minutes, Bruno Fish and Chip Shop, great recommendation by Esther. Mmm. Mmm.
Will the door be? The door is open. Oh my god, it's like walking into a nightmare. You got a tenner each in place you guys? Yeah. Oh. So, now, depending on what all that sounded like, you know, to us in the record, you've either just listened to us in an arcade, <laughs> or suddenly this bit of audio is happening, and I need to let you know that we have just been in an arcade. We, yes, we played a game of the horrible cat in a bin. Um, then the horrible game. noises, but it did work in making us play it. So the horrible noises sadly worked, and more horrible noises will appear in a in more games. It really showed us up to be essentially children because yes. we were like, "What's this right noise and sounds? <laughs> we, we must get involved, throw yeah. money at it." We squabbled over a duck game. I accused Will of cheating. Yeah. Um, right. So I, the, the game was, in essence, throw. A yeah, thing but the water th worked differently on your way. <laughs> okay. So right, it's like a water pistol, and then it mirrors itself. It's exactly the same both sides. And Laura accused me of. You know, despite having nothing to do with the engineering of the game, the making of the game, <laughs> Laura was like, you're cheating, it's been set up in your favour, this is the patriarchy. It was. It was insane. It was. Anyway, um, everything was brilliant and then ru uh, Will ruined it. Yeah, you might be able to tell that Laura is in, well, what you know, we like to have a little bit of a bicker on the old podcast. Laura is in a genuine grump right now. Laura, please tell the lovely <laughs> listeners why you're in a literal grump right now. Because... Because we worked really hard and spent not an insubstantial amount of money on playing games and winning tokens. And then we were choosing a prize and Will just decided to give our prizes away. To who? <laughs> like to probably they'll just throw it in the bin. And Will is claiming that they're going to pass it on to a child, um, but they're not. He gave all of our tokens back to the lady behind the counter and they'll just put it in the bin and you're an idiot. And I said I didn't want to. I said I wanted a toy and you just stole them and ignored me and gave it away. Yeah, that's right. Laura is annoyed with me because we collected the other tokens you get to exchange for gifts. We got enough to get like a flump each. And I said to the woman there, hey, me and my friend in here having a great time off season. We're in our mid-30s. <laughs> And have enough money to buy a flump. So why don't you take these presents and then it's like kid that comes in. Yeah, but you haven't given them to a kid. She is not going to give them to a kid. She will screw that thing up and put it in the bin. Right, and you haven't got a squishy gorilla to lose or pollute so everyone <laughs> But I wins. wanted a squishy gorilla head. Anyway, it's been a lovely day, Canby Island. I wish I'd come by myself. But um, if you like the podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash national treasures podcast. Also, if um, anyone lives in the Essex area, ideally near Camden Island, from the look on Laura's face, I am walking home. <laughs> so if you give me a lift to Brighton, that'd be swell. Yeah, what time did you need to be home for? Four? Four o'clock, yeah. Yeah, well, go fuck yourself. You can go fuck yourself. Join us next week. We'll be talking to Esther Manito. <laughs>
she is lovely and she sent us to Canby Island. Oh, maybe Esther, send your kids here. There's apparently some toys waiting for them. Follow us on social media at Treasures Pod. Unfollow Will. He'd prefer you followed a small child And instead. if you want to give me a lift home, there's a load of tickets you can have at Canby <laughs> Island. not the Will. They're in the... You literally gave the gold back to the dragon. <laughs> what? You're a fucking idiot. Right, uh, Laura, I'll be honest with you. I've been in trouble many times in my life for many things, but this is the stupidest one of all of them. <laughs> uh, bye, everyone. See you next week. Bye. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free warbyparker.com slash covered.